Hey guys, you're listening to Soul Food. My name is Daniel and I'm a pastor of a church called Soul here at Alostar in Malaysia. In this podcast, we will dive into conversations that will help us with our views of certain habits and behaviors that take place in our culture. As you're listening, I'm sure you'll learn a thing or two, but I believe this podcast will help you to expand your perspective. This is Soul Food. Let's dive right in. I am just so excited because I've got my best buddies in the world, Juan and Angelica. How are you guys doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing great here. Good to see you again. The most beautiful place in the world, Sabah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, that could be a debate. Lah. I mean, there's so many nice places around. <laughs> but yes. podcast. Lah. <laughs> but yes, there's a separate podcast. Uh, I miss KK. I hope you guys are doing well. How's marriage? How's everything? Marriage is great. Marriage is great. great. Which part of marriage? <laughs> Everyone asks. <laughs> I just want to catch you That's off the guard. standard question, man. <laughs> Today, uh, I have Juan and Angelica here because uh, they are an interesting couple. And the way how they have got together is very interesting. And I think a lot of people face this right now uh, in our society. And of course, that is a younger guy dating or marrying an uh, older girl. Sorry to say that, Angelica. Mm, It doesn't doesn't mean that you're old, but uh, these are the things that I I know some people are facing out there. Um, But what I love about your relationship is that uh, I've seen both of you in your dating phase and now you're married, you know, uh, right on the dot before our MCO <laughs> that happened in Malaysia. Uh, but yeah, so maybe Angelica, you could start off by sharing uh, your experience. Like, you know, what are your thoughts about it? Having, uh, dating a younger guy. Um, I think at the beginning as, as per the society's uh, definition about relationship, it's just not normal to have a girl dating a younger guy. What more someone who is five years younger, right? So at that time, it it seemed impossible to me. Let's just say, like, I can be friends, very good friends, but I could never envision dating someone younger because I always tell myself I will never date someone younger. And any guys, like even if it's just one mm-hmm. year younger, it's it's downright no, no <laughs> consideration at all. Oops. And, and that was like my life motto, you know, the whole time. So never date someone younger because it will feel like you're taking your little brother out. Oh, so, so that yeah. was that was the mentality that I had pretty much my whole life until I met Juela, to mm. be honest. Yeah. I thought you gave yourself a gap. Like you told yourself, so so that's so, so there's this joke that you know, Inha <laughs> and I, Inha, if you're listening to this, we always tell ourselves because that time we were single, right? Like been single for quite a while, and mm-hmm. then we said, Okay, la, okay, la. uh, if really no choice, we go, um, plus five, minus five. La. I tell you, when I met Joan, I was like, I jinxed myself, man. Why did I say minus five? That sounds like a backup plan, man. Oh, man, <laughs> so yeah, I, I got myself into yeah. it. Um, how about you, bro? Um, dating someone older, what are your thoughts mm. about it? I actually I, I didn't really think about it that much until I actually got together with her. Uh, before that, it was just oh okay la, uh, she's older. Then I'm like okay, this is this is probably gonna be a bit challenging. But um, 
I don't know, I just, I just, we started hanging out, we started become, becoming close friends and then eventually it just happened. Yeah. So yeah. It, it didn't really worry me that much, I would say, in the beginning until we slowly went into it. Lah. I know a lot of couples out there actually hide the fact if they're dating someone older, like, like a female mm-hmm. especially, you know, to protect them, to love them. So uh, right at the start of this podcast, I just want to say thank you very much, Angelica and Juan, for sharing your story. I... Uh, I believe is going to help a lot of people out there who are in this similar situation. So, Juan, you said that it was challenging. Um, mm. Maybe you could start by sharing what are some of the struggles <clears throat> you faced? Uh, I think the main struggle is uh, about what people actually think about us. That is down like the main struggle. Uh, and it happened only in the beginning of our relationship. So, uh, from what her parents and friends would think about me to, you know, what kind of expectations she would have from me. Yeah, and over the years, I've just learned to be confident and proud about my relationship. Yeah. And, yeah, that, you know, at, at, at times, I would just tell her, you know, how gang I am to be able to go <laughs> after someone who's five years older and how attractive she must have been, you know, to be able to attract such a young guy. Yeah, it's, it's very cringy, but these are the things we, we do to really assure each other. Lah. Yeah. I think I think the cringy things are the one that gel the relationship <laughs> together, right? This is your story. How about you, Angelica? Like, like, what are your struggles? Um, it's very similar to what Joanne said. It's really what people would say, mm. and especially because I'm the older one, right? So the first thing in my mind is, what would my parents say? Yeah. What would my brother say? Because what would leaders say? Yeah, I'm very close actually no i'm not quite worried about what my leaders would say but more Mm. so of my family because Mm -hmm. they've been you know they are the let's just say that's where i learned most of my culture and traditions Mm. from the norm i grew up with my family Mm. right so yellow like i say it's not a normal thing so it never occurred to me that it could be possible i don't have a lot of friends that dated younger guys before so i was worried what will my family say Mm. will they accept it and if they accepted, what would my friends and colleagues say? Because that time was like, I'm at the peak of my career, right? I would mm-hmm. think about stuff like, okay, so if I have an event and I take Juan out and he's five years younger, do I be honest and tell people about it? What will, you know, what would be the conversations like? Because yeah. we are like in different seasons of our lives. So, mm. so those were literally going through my head beyond yeah. anything else. I was just very worried lah, that, is it okay or not to actually date someone younger? Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Uh, that is mm. a struggle that you all have individually. But now yeah. that you are together, like what are your struggles that you face together? I, I think for, for me, la, when we got together, because I mentioned earlier that we are in very different seasons of our lives, right? I, f- I felt that finding a commonality between mm. the both of us was tough. One was because we have very different group of friends. We have very different lifestyles to yeah. begin with. Even things as simple as our uh, lifestyles and what we do during free time, that's already very different. Mm-hmm. And to find something to do together in order to get to know each other better was a little bit hard. But because we know that dating phase is to get to know each other, right? So you, you give it you're like okay never mind let's try let's give it a try and just go figure it out one step at a time and it was a struggle but eventually that is not a problem anymore 
because you got into a relationship and you learn to just accept one another. So so that was okay la, in the wow. dating phase. Yeah. yeah. How, how about you, Juan? Uh, I think right now, it's more to try to understand. I mean, this whole marriage is really a journey of still trying to understand your partner, whether she's five years older or not. Um, I think that's the main challenge right now. Uh, you know, even, even as we're mar- married, you know, you just begin to wonder uh, why she thinks the way she thinks. And sometimes our communication is because, you know, our communication breakdown is because of all these things, you know, like why, you know, why, why can't you answer me the specific kind of answers I want from you, you know, like you're just trying to understand her. <laughs> yeah. So I, I guess that's the main, the main thing. Uh, yeah. And, and you were saying that communication is tough during this uh period or during this early stage uh, and of course would you say that this is due to the fact that of the age difference or because no, now they're different uh, level i uh like i said i think uh as individuals age isn't the main factor when it comes to our struggles but it's you know main, mainly the differences in our personalities of course age might be a contribution to the factor but i wouldn't say that that's the main factor to it yeah yeah, I think after a while you realize that whether the age is whatever the gap is, whoever is older, mm. you would realize that most of these problems are actually typical problems any relationships would have, right? Like if you were going to say generation gap or age difference in that sense, yeah, maybe words we use are different, um, how we uh, communicate mm. certain thoughts and and problems or whatever is, is different but again communication boils down to two percent properly talking it out right yeah, so yeah. yeah like he said look you know age may be a factor mm. but not the main factor you couldn't have you know i can talk to someone 10 years older and still have the same communication breakdown yeah. so it's really down to how you how two person want to tackle the problem rather than keep pushing it back to the age reason yeah Angelica, you mentioned this now, like one of the differences or uh, the struggles you have in the, the early parts of the relationship is friends, you know, the different age. I can envision it like, you know, because your group of friends are at a working stage of life. And um, during that time, I think Juan's friends were all mostly in campus, you know, still studying yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Juan, how, how was it for you like to be able to hang out with Angelica's friends and all. <laughs> um, okay, you know what? Actually, after a period of time, right, I just, I mean, in the beginning, it was, it can be quite intimidating because, you know, they're working and, hey, it is my boyfriend or whatever. So, you know, you just, you just hang out with them and, you know, you, sh- you have to be the man. You have to be uh, ahead of yourself, you know? <laughs> after a period of time, I, I actually asked my, my, myself this question. I asked myself, is, is it actually wrong? Why am I feeling this this kind of, why am I having this kind of feeling? Um, the word feeling that, you know, dating five years older than me, um, than me, you know, why am I having this feeling? And I, I just realized it's, it's because of expectations we set unintentionally throughout uh, generations that aren't exactly right, but not wrong either. You know, it's like, um, it's not a law to say that a guy has to be older, you know, it's just how it has been the whole way. Yeah, and, and, and then we set that as the benchmark. And I think a lot of us, we can be so caught up by how we should 
live our lives based on the way people benchmark it as uh, it to be. And, you know, we get worried when we hit, hit our 30s and we're not married because that's what society might tell you, you know, if you're not married on your 30s, at your 30s, you're late. If you're 30 and you're not a graduate, you're late. Um, yeah, but why? It's, it's because we compare it to the way the world operates. Yeah, and I, and I just think it's really important for us to have our convictions, to live our life according to our values that we have. Um, yeah, and if, and, and, if, and if God places a woman in front of me to take care of, you know, who's five years older or 10 years older, I live according to my values. You know, then our relationship <laughs> shall not be shaken. Amen. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Amen, brother. <laughs> I hope I'm motivating you guys, man. <laughs> Oh man, I I am amazed by what you just shared. Um, mm. One thing I find fascinating that you said uh, earlier was unintentional expectations, and yeah. I think in your whole relationship, in your journey of it, um, I like how you have been just clearly setting your expectations. I think th- a lot of people do not go to that phase. A lot of people don't even. Uh, take the time to think, like, where am I in this relationship? Where am I mm. going? So I think to those of you out there who are still dating someone, you know, uh, that is older than you, and you're having all these questions, yeah, I, I can't agree more than to really look into your expectations. You don't want any unintentional expectations or, you know, any expectations that you did not predict, you know, to come about. And I think that will ruin a lot of relationships. Um, but I love what you say, Juan, also uh, earlier on, you know, how your views about looking at someone older and embracing them and, and, what, and what they are. What are the benefits, bro? What are the benefits of dating someone older, man? I think, I think we help each other find a balance in everything. You know, like she, for her, Angelica, she's very realistic. She doesn't, she doesn't like taking risks. And whereas I'm the opposite. So I think she helps me see things in a very logical way. Uh, whereas I help her step up and have more faith and see things in a very different way. Yeah, actually yeah. that's very true. Because yeah, because we're so different, right? So it's true that, you know, we find someone to balance out yourself because you don't see things the way he sees. But for me, I feel that the personally, la, because I'm the older one, I think the main benefit that I learned from this relationship is you learn to let go of your ego and trust another person. Mm. So being someone I, I've I've been away from my parents for very long. I've been in care for 12 years and literally I've learned to be an independent person. So, you know, we're always taught that, okay, don't depend on another person. You have to take care of yourself financially, physically, emotionally, you have to fight for yourself. Right. So, I grew up with that mentality and I bring it into a relationship having that thought that I have to protect myself from him. Yeah. But when I have to learn to say, hey, he's the man in the relationship, you need to learn to trust this person. How do you even do that? It's like, it's, it's something new to me mm. to be less independent and learn to depend on another person a little bit more learn to respect this person his views and his decisions learn to just really let go of your guard and and trust that this person is not gonna hurt you and harm you and he loves you you're literally allowing someone to love you back yeah so i think that's my biggest 
challenge and learn something that I learned the most in this relationship. I like how you said um, learning how to set aside your ego. Um, Mm. I think with age as well, you know, the ego gets stronger. Oh yeah, definitely. And it's harder to just bring it down. Uh, Do you mind sharing a a story, an experience you have that where you had to learn how to set aside your ego? Um, I can't think of a specific example, but it's something that happened a lot over time. So because I'm always, I'm I'm a planner by nature. So I have to plan and quickly make decisions so that I know what to do, right? So it it suddenly happened. You just realize that after a while, everything you discuss, I tend to want to make that decision. I want to be the final say because it's just how things used to be, right? I live myself. I have to make decisions for myself. Then it came a point, I think, you know, he he mentioned it and I remember also talking to uh, Keith about this and I was just, it was just a smack in the face and said, let him decide on something. Trust him to decide. And he also said that you need to learn to let me decide and give mm. me that space to decide. And and Pasakito say you need to like trust him to make that decision, you know, give him that space as a man to to make decisions. And and then it dawned upon me, I was like, oh man, it, it's true. Yeah. I, I've been trying to fix everything. I want to fix everything and find a solution for everything, right? So ended yeah. up I just always want to make the decision. Oh, then I never realized that I've been literally pressing him down every single time I force myself, I force him to let me decide. That's like a double whammy because you are you are someone that is older and then you you are a planner. <laughs> you know, to to man, I, I I think there is a story that maybe Juan you can share. What 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 was it that you know you had to like, hey, give give me a chance to make a decision? There was one, I remember, I don't remember what was it about, but it was in the car. We were trying mm-hmm. to decide on something and then I was just like, oh, you can do this, 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 like listing all the options mm-hmm. and then pros and uh-huh. cons of all the decisions. And then after a while, he just like, can you just let me decide? And I was like, oh man, okay, I need to shut up. I don't remember that. But I don't remember what was it about. Because I remember there was a time like, oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like I never let him decide. Yeah. But you see then, like what I mentioned just now, right? As, in, um, as individuals age, isn't really the main factor, you see. I think it's really the personalities. You know, she, she grew up to be, uh, in a way, defensive. She has to fight for her family. She has to be very independent. And I think you can be older and at the same time, uh, you know, indecisive in a lot of ways. You can, be, uh, you, can be, you can be younger and yet more dominant. So I, so I think for us, it's, it's, it's really not about... Uh, age, you know, it's it's really about the personalities that we 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 have, we are, you know. Yeah, the different after kind of, a while, yeah. I mean, I tell it to some of my friends. After a while, I really forget that he's five years younger, because when you give him space to, you know, just be the person that he is, right? You, I will always tell people, I think he's very matured for his age. And if you're gonna compare people his age, you see a lot of people who doesn't think like he think. It, like he thinks is not as sensitive as he is doesn't oh. care about a lot of things around him oh. so oh man he's like <laughs> up in the clouds right now <laughs> but, but yeah it's true so after a while you just don't think about the age anymore it's about two persons at the end of the day mm. so whatever we we struggled at the beginning of the relationship or even before getting into the relationship 
it's just not there anymore. Yeah. It's just different struggles as you get closer to this person. Yeah. yeah. I think what I'm catching from what both of you are sharing <clears throat> is that when you are mature enough, you will transcend above looking at each other with an age lens. That means you are this yeah. age, yeah, you are yeah. that age. But now yeah. you are learning how to fill in the gaps to see your personalities, yeah. to help each other to build that character. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't look into that. I think not just with different age groups, you know what I mean? Even if they are in the very similar age range, this is something that yeah. you should yeah. also learn as well. But I, I think kudos to both of you. And one of the things that I really respect about you guys is because of the difference of age, it will require extra work. You know yeah, it's I mean? hard yeah, work. Definitely. It's hard really, work. really hard work, yeah. And so understanding that there is hard work involved, um, and I think it's something we talked about before, Angelica, uh, what, what are the triggers that you all will, are aware that, okay, I don't want this to happen. If this happened, then ta-da, this will happen, and it was gonna, it's going to cause a ripple effect and a lot of issues for our relationship. So what are the triggers that you are aware of? A very dangerous trigger that happened to me as well, it's in my mind, is to tend to compare him to a person that, like a, an older guy, for example, because, you know, uh, you've dated someone older, you know, for example, how, how much more financially secure they can be, how far ahead in their career they can be. And then now, here, this guy is my boyfriend, he's five years younger, and of course, financially, he's not there yet, but it, I can I can always compare him like, yeah, why can't he be like that? Why can't he do this and do that? Why can't he get me this and that? It's so easy to compare and, and have all these toxic thoughts, right? And that would trigger a lot of unhealthy emotions in both of you because relationship is two-person. Mm. If you are feeling like that inside, right? The words that you say, the, the actions that you do, even the look in your face, right? When you look at this person, it shows and it will kill him inside bit by bit and you won't even realize it. So it's actually very dangerous when when you compare him to, you know, a person that he will be, but not yet there. So you just need to journey with him and believe that he's gonna be the man that he's made to be. He's going to be someone that would take care of me. He's going to be someone that will earn enough for to take care of me and my family and, yeah. and just have faith in him, most yeah. importantly. Yeah, and I, and I think it's really important to look out for these kind of triggers that will, will really cause insecurities. Uh, it's when you try to be someone that you're not, especially in front of both your partner and your friends. You know, like, for example, hanging out with a bunch of friends and let's say usually you don't pay for drinks right you're having drinks and you don't usually pay for drinks usually you pay yourself i pay myself for myself and then suddenly when a waiter comes in front of everyone you just take out your credit card and and that's when you should ask yourself actually why am i doing this am i doing this because i really want to pay for for everyone or is it because i'm just afraid that people will think that i'm relying on my girlfriend to survive or my wife to survive you know yeah so i, th I think it's really important to look up for these kind of triggers that will possibly cause insecurities yeah, and, and yeah. I think this, you need to be very aware. But I think why we are so conscious about this is also because it's our first time, you know, in a relationship like that, right? We don't know how to do a lot of things, <laughs> like how we're supposed to react to all these society issues, right? Yeah. So we become a lot more conscious about the smallest things that you do to each other 
in front of each other or even the crowd. So, so yeah, it just got to be so self-aware in your actions. Thank you guys for sharing something that is, that's really personal. Um, Juan, like, wow, that is... Man, I I would never I could I could not imagine that you know to to be able to have that insecurity battle with it, and then recognize it. And I think those are the things that when you practice it regularly to mm. overcome the insecurities, yeah. you know, to I, allow the space for one another to grow. I I, I think that's yeah. where the relationship flourish. Yeah, you want to say I something, think, June? I think it's real. It the feeling of it is really real. You know, like when it comes to paying or when it comes to people talking about your rent and having conversations about money, right? It's, it can be very real where you just feel like uh, you don't want people to misunderstand you, you know, like you, your egos just, your egos will just shoot up and mm-hmm. you just want to, you, you just want to make sure that people, people know that you're not relying on her to survive, you know, <laughs> and it's, it's no matter how much I can say about me not having egos and uh, me not wanting to, I mean, it doesn't matter, right? But at the end of the day, it's just very real, uh, this feeling. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and To I any think, guy. Yeah. La. But the role of like a girl or me in this position, right? As a girl, I think you need to set your perspectives right on what makes a man a man. Yeah. Is it really by paying all the bills in front of everyone so that you look good? Is it him having to, you know, pay for all the family expenses or whatever, not does he have to pay for your entire wedding uh, cost just because people say that you got to determine as a person and together what is that value in a man that you really want to have, you know, in your husband and, and to be the father of your kids. Yeah. Is it some, like, is it someone to love you more than his finances or what? It's something that we need to really establish in a relationship before you even want to fight about something so petty, you know. Mm. Paying for a meal is a one-off thing. You feel good that point of time. But after that, then when you go back, oh, <laughs> man, this credit card bill is crazy. How are we going to pay for it together, you know? Yeah. It, it's going to come back to you. So set your grounds right from the beginning and then always go back to it. Yeah. Every time you struggle, go back to that, that main objective, the main value, the main purpose you guys are even together. Yeah. Don't worry, next time if I pay, it doesn't mean that, you know, I'm <laughs> I'll let you pay. Please. I'll let oh, you pay. Man. <laughs> Thank you, Juan, for paying our bills next time. Um, but four things, four things I learned tonight from both of you. Number one is to learn how to manage expectations. I think if we don't know how to manage our yeah. expectations, we are just heading to a train wreck. Uh, number two, learning how to set aside our ego. You know, our yeah. ego can really get the best of us and we will act really irrationally. And yeah, you will end up with a huge debt just because you want to show that you are the man or you are capable. I think this is a something mm. that is worth being aware of, you know, in this yeah. relationship. Uh, thirdly is to identify the triggers. And I think both of you have done it really well and i've been hearing your conversation you know i think you took the time to sit down to talk things out and then to hear from one another which leads to my fourth point which is communication because no way on earth you could be where you are today 
without communicating. And I think the communicating part is also being real, as real as possible. Hey, you know what, uh, Angelica, this is what I feel. Hey, you know what, Juan, this is what I feel. And I think what mm. both of you have done is, what are we going to do about it? And I think that's yeah. where yeah. you are today. So before we end this podcast, what will be your final thoughts from both of you? If uh, for someone who is dating someone that is older. I'd say this, like, if, if you're 20, right, or... If you're 20 and you're dating a girl who's 25, don't pressure yourself to live as if you're 25 because you'll miss out the good part of your life. You know, you skip your youth and jump straight into someone you're not. Um, I believe you just have to treat her the way she deserves and, you know, people will really respect you and your your, your girlfriend or your wife will respect you and the world will be a better place. Amen. I think I think you've said most of the things that I I I would want to say. Communications, expectations, values. Those are really a, a given and unspoken rule that just any relationship has to. But I think for for this in this scenario, right? It's so important to remember that you have. It's a decision to commit to a person. Yeah. When you've already said yes to this guy, even though just as your boyfriend, right? Your yes is a decision to commit to this guy, to love him as your boyfriend and to treat him like he is like your, your the second you, you know, no matter mm-hmm. how different you are and, and commit to each other throughout the struggles. At most of the time we fight and we say, hey, we're very different lah. I don't like you doing this, don't like you doing that. And, and we end there but how committed are we to help each other through all the struggles, all the problems and differences? I think this is one thing, you know, I really have to commend Juan for this. He is a very persistent person in, in his decision. So, I mean, we, we, we are happy now. We are married. But, you know, if we have to sit down and tell everyone the struggles and the fights and the problems that we had, it would take forever. But he is so persistent and committed to his decision about this relationship and i would say that is one of the main reasons why we are married because given a choice i think for a normal person right if you have a choice you're you're dating okay lah. if it doesn't work out we break up lah. <laughs> it's like it's not even a choice you know to him so have i thought about it through all the fights of course i have right but mm-hmm. because i know he is committed and he always wants to um, solve an issue and help me be better, help us understand each other more, help this relationship be better. I think that's a very important value to have in a girl or a guy to make a relationship work. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I remember you saying this, Dan, you, you told me before, a lot of times when we get angry, we're not angry about our spouse, you know, we're angry at the problem. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important to just make sure that we just sit down and, uh, talk it out because you, you you just have to hear her side of the story and she has to hear your side of the story and at the end it's just about agreeing to disagree and making things work well yeah what both of you have to go through it's double you know with the age difference and <laughs> I think it's trouble. a lot of intentional efforts thank you guys again for your time um I think the for those of you who are listening to this podcast um, and you are in a phase of your life where yeah, you're dating someone older and you are thinking about marriage, you're thinking where this relationship is going to go. Hey, I think when you listen to this podcast, this is going to really help you. Learn to manage your expectations, learn to set aside your ego, learn to really identify the triggers and the big C, 
communication. Um, well, not just connect, don't just connect with me, but I think you can connect with Juan and also Angelica. Uh, they are yes. on Instagram. Uh, Juan's handle is at Juan Tan, J U N T A N. And Angelica is a little bit complicated. It's Angelica W S T. Am I correct? At yes. Angelica W S T. Yeah, so. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, that's a very nice thing. Yeah, but hey, connect with them, you know, and if you are in that relationship phase, uh, these are two of the best people I know on earth, and they would really go out to help you as well. Guys, thank you for your time. I love you all, and I uh, hope to see you guys soon. Thanks for having Thank us. You. See you soon. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast. Do share it with your friends. Now, if you have any questions, you can DM us on our Instagram at Soul Malaysia.